is up three. Next on Brothers Balling, we go with our first ever best of episode. Today's topic, the NBA. Brothers Balling, coming at you. Hello, 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 everyone. Once again on a Friday night, we are brothers. We are balling late on a Friday night. You know who we are. We're, we are two biological brothers. We love talking about sports. And brother number one, John, say what's up to the people. How's it going, people? Great episode today. We're going to have a wonderful conversation. Hopefully you enjoy. And I'm brother number two. I am Rob. And, you know, like, the good, great thing about um, having a podcast and talking about sports and not necessarily being like beholden to an organization is the fact that you can kind of say whatever you want, right? You can kind of right. go ahead and then have any kind of conversation. You don't need to adhere to any kind of topic. You can just go ahead and be free to talk. So today we're, we're going to be free to talk and we're going to talk about what we believe are the best in the NBA. We got a couple of topics that we're going to touch on going to have a conversation about the nba and then of course uh that'll be it okay so we're calling it the best of this is uh the best in a number of different categories not just regular uh, categories some team categories some individual player categories and um we're going to get right into it starting with our first topic best duo okay mm. best duo so uh, I'm going to go first with this. And now the duel that I picked is a duel that is very lethal, but has not given us a lot of time uh, so far. We haven't seen this duel much, but they are teammates. So uh, the expectation is that at some point they're going to be, you know, they're going to have more opportunity to play with each other. My duel is a Western Conference duel just recently assembled. That is Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I think uh, you have two of the best mid-range scores. You have two guys who can drop 50, and not just 40, 50 at any time. Uh, Kevin Durant, one of the best scorers in NBA history. I think one of the most lethal scorers in NBA history. His issue, of course, is staying healthy. Devin Booker, one of the best young players in this league. Uh, they both have played in NBA Finals. Durant has two titles. Booker did not win a title when he took the Phoenix Suns to the finals a couple of years ago. But when you look at the ability, you have two guys, like I said, in Kevin Durant, who can drop 25 in his sleep, who was averaging close to 30 points a game, and is still, even at the age of 34, one of the best shooters in the NBA. And then, of course, Devin Booker, 26 years old, uh, you know, great catch-and-shoot player. Great um, off-the-dribble player. Uh, they're together. They'll be together for at least the next three years. Kevin Durant's contract is three years from, you know, expires three years from now. So we'll see what happens after that. But um, when I said best duo, KD and Devin Booker, what are your thoughts, John? It's funny because according to my list, that was my favorite. Was yes. Booker? Was Booker and Durant? 
Yeah. Um, I agree with you that they haven't had a lot of time together. That's noticeable. But I think what makes them the best, and if I was going to say second best, to me is Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, in my yeah. opinion, which is the second best. Yeah. Yeah, if you pick them as as your number one, I really wouldn't have uh, much, you know, argument because they both get. I think KD and Booker are more explosive offensively, but mm-hmm. you know, Tatum and Brown give you a little bit more on the defensive end. Yep, um, and so you know, Durant can give you thirty five points on twelve shots. Yep. Okay, um, and and that's just to me that's scary. For a man to not, and I feel sad for the guy mm-hmm. because think about this: he is number thirteenth on the all-time scoring list, mm-hmm. but he has missed in his career, yeah, two hundred games. Yeah, he's missed like yeah two seasons worth of points. Right, and so the so the question is, if he was healthy, if he was and healthy yeah. for eighty percent of the games that he missed, he'd be he'd how be- much higher on the scoring track would he be? He'd be easily in the top 10 right now. Right. And so, and definitely with a lot less shots Mm -hmm. than a lot of these players on the list. Yeah. And so it goes to say that he is the most lethal scorer that we've ever seen, in my opinion, that I've ever seen. I think he's more lethal than Jordan. Yeah, Um, you can say that because in terms of of scoring the ball, in terms of scoring the ball. Uh, but definitely it's those two guys, Booker and Durant. You know, I hope to see them healthy mm-hmm. at some point. Yep. I just don't think with how Durant is built, I don't think we're we're ever gonna see him fully healthy at all in the season again. I think Yeah, he's gonna miss at least like the expectation I think is sixty games for him. Right. Yeah, so th- that's my choice for best duo, Booker and Durant. Okay, I and I certainly obviously we both agree on that. Um, best team is the next best team, the overall team. So uh, I want to go. So I so I just so, so this took me a little bit of time. Um, I was tossing up between actually Philly, Boston, and Denver, and I selected mm-hmm. Denver. Okay. Um, mainly because they have who I think is going to win his third MVP, mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic. Um, he is a walking triple double. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Murray looks like he's back. Um, he's mm-hmm. he he's playing well. Um, they have balanced scoring. They have very good bench play. Um, I think overall, they're my best team. Boston has a very good starting five. I question the guys that come off the bench. Um, yeah, yeah. Boston. So, and, and the thing is, for me, I gave Boston a slight edge on a better starting five, but overall team, I think yeah. Denver has has more playmakers. Yeah. Uh, um, and so I went with yeah. the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. I, I, I think that's a good choice. I did not select the Denver Nuggets. Um, I selected the other team in the other conference, that's a one seed, the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Bucks are the best team. I think they have the best player in the game in Giannis. Um, I think that they give you everything. They have three-point shooting. They can rebound. They can defend. They can pass. They have depth. Uh, Milwaukee, to me, is a team that if fully healthy, if every team in the NBA is fully healthy, 
that is one of the teams I would I would expect to end up on top when it's all said and done. Like they really do have like there's no holes in terms of like, oh man, I wish they had more size. They got that. Oh, mm-hmm. I wish they had I wish they had more shooting. They have shooting. I wish they played better defense. You have one of the best perimeter defenders in the league in Drew Holiday. Uh, in addition to that, you have Chris Middleton and Giannis, who are very good defenders, and one of the best shot blockers in the league in, in uh, Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez had nine blocks last night, mm-hmm. nine against uh, his former team in Brooklyn. So it's going to be extremely interesting to see how this um, season plays out. I think if they have the one seed, they're going to be so hard to beat. I know Boston has been like the team all year in the East. If the Bucks have the one seed, I think they will be the team that represents the East in, in the NBA Finals. They are my best team. Uh, and I feel, and one, one other thing that made me feel that way is remember last year when Boston did make the NBA Finals, they took seven games to beat Milwaukee, seven, mm-hmm. without, without Chris Middleton, who is, in my opinion, the most accomplished offensive player. He is, he was able to, you know, he didn't play any of the games and it still took him seven. Still took Boston seven games to beat Milwaukee. So I'm thinking that Milwaukee is likely going to be the, the team that represents the East if they're healthy. But right now they're, they're, they're my best team. All right. All right. Now uh, we also have another category because you mentioned it uh, in your talk about the you know, best team, but we also had best starting five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, not necessarily the best team, but it's the best starting five group. Uh, you want to go first with this one? Sure. So I, so again, I, like I said, I went with the Boston Celtics. I think they have the best yeah. starting five. Mm-hmm. Um, their bench is, I don't know, their bench to me, it, there's more to be desired off their bench, but I yeah. think they're starting five is better than anybody starting five because they have three point shooting. Mm-hmm. Think about it. When you look at what they have, they have three point shooting. Mm-hmm. They, they have shooting. They have defense. And they have guys that can block. They have guys that could. Um, yeah. That can block like the ball. That, all uh, five guys. Right. Like all five guys can the defend thing. at a high level. They can defend at a high level. They can get scoring. Horford can mm-hmm. knock down threes. Mm-hmm. You got um, rebounding. They're yep. they're very good on the on the glass. Tatum and Brown can knock down three point shots. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Smart can be a pest. He can dish the ball. He can give you timely scoring. Like mm-hmm. like he he doesn't scare me offensively, but he can give you timely baskets. Yeah. So um, you know my, the best starting five in my opinion is the. Boston Celtics. And, you know, I, I agree. Like, that's who I selected as well. Boston Celtics, like, they give you everything in a starting lineup. Good passing, good defense, good shooting. Uh, and that's one of, be one of the main reasons that helped them, in, you know, come out to such a great start. They blitz you in that first quarter. Okay? Like, mm-hmm. they blitz you. And now teams are able to come back in the second quarter when that bench is, is playing. That starting five, uh, to me, switching, passing, they're the best in, in the NBA. Uh, best bench. Okay. Now we know it's not Boston. Okay. Right. Um, but best bench. Uh, if you want me to go first. Sure. You go first. Uh, it's a team we've already talked about. 
I said the Milwaukee Bucks. I said they have the best bench because they had because it's not the most dynamic players, but they give you everything. They check every box. Size, Bobby Portis. Shooting, Pat Connaughton. Uh, perimeter defense, Jay Crowder. Okay, and Jay Crowder also gives you some shooting as well. Javon Carter, who you know has really found a home in Milwaukee. He gives you defense. He gives you shooting. Not a household name. But a very good, um, you know, and very effective player. You add on top of that guys like Wesley Matthews, guys who aren't going to start for you, but can give you defense, can give you um, timely shooting, and are really um, good, like, glue guys. They cover all the bases on their bench. I thought about um, the Clippers, but I think they're, I think they're, uh, some of their pieces are a little bit, older like Covington, Batum, uh they're just not as I think as as it athletic. Is, it is so you know. funny it is so funny to the Clippers because I yeah. went so that's who I picked. Yeah. Go the ahead. Tell me, tell me yes. yeah, tell me where you've been to the Clippers. So I had the Clippers and for some reason the Clippers came to mind at first and then I decided to look up the stats. Mm-hmm. And the Clippers bench has scored more points than any other bench in the league this year. They have close to almost 3,000 points. And uh, their bench. Bench, yeah, it's interesting because they, their bench guys have been starting most of the year because Kawhi and BG right. were so many games. Yeah. So they have 2,800 points, and um, you'd be surprised who's second. Who's that? Indiana Pacers. Yeah, and that makes sense. They have one of the best bench scorers in uh, Benedict Matherin. Um, yeah. But, like, they're not they're, – their starting lineup isn't really that good. Yeah. So, you know. They have – yes. So, point-wise, um, their bench is up there, which was which was interesting to me mm-hmm. um, to see their bench. Like, the teams who were in the top seven, um, five of the teams – I was like, I agree with two teams. I was shocked at, and Indiana yeah. was one of them. Mm-hmm. I was shocked that Indiana was is, is the number two team when it comes to bench points. But my choice was the was the actually the Clippers. Clippers, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think um, I think it's gonna be very interesting to see how the benches play uh, and how they kind of factor in um, as the season uh, goes on. But I like I like Milwaukee. I really do. I like Milwaukee's bench. Um. We'll see, you know, what, you know, transpires. But, yeah, Clippers are not, are not a bad choice. Uh, best defender. John, what, what do you have for best defender? You, you might be surprised at this, but I've I've watched a good chunk of Miami Heat games. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've watched them against my team. My choice for best defender is Bam Adebayo. Okay. Um, I like he is one of the few bigs that can guard all five players. Mm-hmm. You know, all five, I'm not saying players, all five positions. Um, and the thing that I that I look at, Bam, so I think what I, I think what people underestimate about his defense is he, he's really good on switching. Mm-hmm. Like he's really good on switching off of his player and getting to make a defensive play. Yeah. And um I watched a couple of plays with him. Um, even though I think Miami's slightly underachieving this season, 
slightly would be understanding that. I think yeah. they're major yeah, underachievers. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just like his defense. Um, he may not win defense player of the year, but he's my choice as best defender. Uh, so I picked someone who is a champion, uh, has been a champion for many years. Uh, his, you know, he has, he has a podcast, Draymond Green. Listen, say what you want about Draymond. I think Draymond's a terrific, you know, he's a, I can see sometimes how he, he can be a headache, but Draymond Green is one of the most versatile and best defenders in the league at six, seven. Mm-hmm. You know, six seven six. I mean, probably so. Yeah, about six seven. I, I I would say he's able to play the the five. Um, able to defend multiple positions, and I think the best thing about him is his hands. He can get in and deflect. Uh, you know, reroute balls. I mean, I think when it comes to defensive IQ, one of the best players I have ever seen. You know, in my ease of watching Draymond Green, if you appreciate good basketball, you appreciate the kind of the the thought process and appreciating a guy who's uh, has a really high basketball uh, basketball I, IQ, I would say watch um, Draymond Green. I think he's the best defender. Still, now that, that won't be the case probably in, in the year from now because he is getting older. But Draymond Green is uh, number one. Okay. Uh, best clutch performer. Okay. Uh, this guy, I watched him last night against my team, the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, funny thing is, I actually looked up, I made the choice, and it was a toss up between him and another player, but I, my gut told me to go with him. Mm-hmm. And then I went and did the research on clutch percentage, and he's actually number one in the league, and it's the Aaron Fox. Okay. The Aaron Fox is my best clutch performer. Yesterday, what he did to my team, the New York Knicks, down the stretch of a game was just utterly remarkable. Um, I wanted him to be a Nick. Uh, I just felt like it, it, like he is deceptively quick. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's flat out the fastest guy in the league. Um, yeah. I can, I can, you know, I witnessed some stuff yesterday that made me. Look! Look! I'm not gonna lie. I'm a, I'm actually excited to see them in the playoffs. If yeah. they continue, I, I, you know, knock on wood, there's still quite a few games to go. I don't want them to dip any lower than they are. Um, but but I'm looking forward to seeing them in the playoffs. Yeah, they are fun to watch. Yeah, I think I, I think he is one of the best clutch performers, and yeah, because of that speed. You have to respect his speech. You got to give him space. And he's really improved in terms of hitting those perimeter shots, especially that mid-range. He, he doesn't have a bad mid-range shot um, so that he's, he's been going to lately. Uh, my clutch performer, I mean, all I have to do is this. Oh, Dame time? Dame time. He is one of the best clutch performers. Oh, yeah. That, you know, remember, he, he, he sent Houston to sleep. He sent OKC to sleep in the playoffs. Uh, there are very few players that you fear more than Dame with seconds left. Um, he he has a limited range. I mean, listen, two dribbles past half court, he's in the range. Okay, even more so than uh, you know, just as much as, as Steph Curry has that deep range. Dame Lillard is an absolute. Well, let's beast. be let's be fair. Like Dame Lillard shoots the three, 
from half court. Uh, yeah. Steph sort of heaves it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like Dame shoots it. Like, mm-hmm. like Dame just straight out, flat out shoots the ball. Yeah. From out there. So, you know, I the, the part that bothered and I, I I can't argue with your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he he was second on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about him is, I feel sorry for him because he played in the era of Steph Curry. Like if yeah. Steph Curry wasn't who Steph Curry was, Dame Lillard's name would be up there. Yeah, and I think you know because he's in the shadow of Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at history, his name's gonna his name will be forgotten in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I do want I do want to see him get a ring though. I would love. I to. would like. Unfortunately, it's going to require him to do something that he is not willing to do in this league format. Mm-hmm. He can't. He's he's not going to win a ring in this league format. Nope. So I agree with you. Yeah. Um. So next uh, category uh, we have is best of best backcourt. Mm. What's the best backcourt you had? Okay. I had a, listen, you you may not agree with my uh, assessment. I'm gonna go first on this. Okay. You may not you may not agree currently. Okay, in the current situation that this team is in, but I think they give you shooting, they give you explosive plays, uh, and they give you and they give you some solid defense. There um there may be some more better scoring backcourts, but this backcourt, in my opinion, is the best backcourt in the league, and that's the Memphis Grizzlies backcourt of John Morant and Desmond Bain. Oh, okay. All right. I can't I can't thoroughly argue against your choice, but I mm-hmm. went but I went in a different direction. Okay. Uh my choice is Luca and Kyrie. Yes, I looked at them, but they play actually they are probably the best offensive uh backcourt. And probably the worst offensive back, and probably the worst offensive backcourt. That is why I knocked them down one notch because they're so terrible offensively. Um, that is why. And so, and, and, and here's my argument to that. I agree with you, but listen, that backcourt can give you 80 points on any given night. 80, I agree. Like, really, you really only need 40 points from the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. To get a W, yeah, right? but they're giving now they're scoring eighty. How much are they giving up? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a problem. Yeah, that's where I think they need to get. And I don't know who is available, who got bought out, who's who's available in the market. It's they too late to, now. They need to get some defensive, some defensive players. Yeah, they do need to get some some, some defensive players because they are without a doubt one of the worst. Um, you know. One of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, and they have not been very good since they got Kyrie. I think they've been under five hundred since they added uh, Kyrie Irving. So, so much for that saving their season. Uh, but speaking of Dallas, uh, there is the next category: best passer. Uh, I'm going to go with this one, and, and you might be surprised. I was going to go a different route, but then I looked at his contribution to his team is assist to turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. The name that I selected is Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, wow. Mr. 
Mr. Assist Leader, Tyrese Halliburton of the uh, Indiana Pacers. Yes. One of the better young point guards, all-star this year. Uh, I really like his ability to pass. Um, I went for somebody a little more flashy, though. Um, okay. Exciting. And speaking of Dallas, I stuck with the, with the Mavericks and stuck with Luka Doncic. Okay. One of the best passers. Yeah, and he has to pass a lot. He gets double teamed a lot. Because, you know, um, it's extremely important for teams playing Dallas to get the ball out of his hands. His uh, Those slip passes to Dwight Powell, those uh, passes to the perimeter. Um, but he turns Luka, the ball over, though. He does. Yeah, but I'm not worried. I'm not talking about ball handling. He is a really good passer. I like him as a passer, and I pick Luka as uh, the best passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now – Another category we selected. I don't know if you want to go first. If I, you know. Oh, definitely. We're going to pick different players. And I guarantee you the players that we pick are going to be play, play in the same state. I can almost guarantee you. Okay. In the, in the same division. Same okay. state. Go ahead. Who's your best? And the, and the topic is best non-all-star. Best non-all-star, Jalen Brunson. I know it. I know it. I yeah. knew you were going to pick Jalen Brunson. Jalen, listen, this right here was, was the easiest choice for me out of all the topics when I was making my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have been an all-star. He, he has been a godsend to the New York Knicks organization. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. It, 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 you can attest to this. I wasn't a fan of the Knicks getting him. I mm-hmm. wanted, you know, you I, wanted, I, I wanted Murray because Murray was more athletic, but I guess he heard me and he proved me wrong. He has been, and I got to see him play live. Mm-hmm. And I like his, how he plays basketball um, and how he makes baskets with his cunning moves and step backs and hezzies that he does. He is, he he's great. He's great. Yeah. So Jalen Brunson for me, unfortunately he's going to be out and I'm concerned about yeah, that's how the team performs, you know, how the team performs. Without his ball handling, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely Jalen Brunson for me. And listen, Jalen Brunson is a good choice. I could have easily selected Jalen Brunson, but I wanted to go with somebody else. Somebody who has been lighting the league on fire since a trade, a recent trade. That is Mikael Bridges. Why, AKA, did, I, why AKA, did I know you go that way? A.K.A. Nitty Mikael. A.K.A. Brooklyn Bridges. Scoring 30 points. Now, in six of the 12 games that he um, has played with the Brooklyn Nets, uh, one of the best – he was known as one of the best 3 and D players in the league, but he's showing you there's a lot more to his game than 3 and D. Uh, he is, without a doubt, one of the best um, players in the league right now since the All-Star break. I don't know if he is a one, okay? I don't know. Um, but he's definitely playing like one, and – you know, he's one of the main reasons why Brooklyn still is holding on in that uh, Eastern Conference race. Mikael Bridges, mm. Mikael Bridges is is that guy. Okay. One of the best non-All-Stars in the NBA. So that's our list. Uh, we're going to put it up on, um, we're going to put it up on the, our, our, our Facebook group, Best of uh, NBA Players. And, you know, tell us what you think. Tell us. If you agree, do you agree that uh, KD and Booker are the best duo in the NBA? 
How about your best backcourt, best team, best starting five? Hit us up. Hit hit us up. Brothers Ballin', okay? Facebook group, Brothers Ballin'. Uh, at Brothers Ballin' uh, Sports on Instagram and via email at Blood Brothers Ballin', balling, no G at the end, ballin.com. So Facebook group, uh, Brothers Ballin', uh, Instagram at Brothers Ballin' Podcast, and email bloodbrothersballin.com. So guys, next time when we meet, it'll be after Selection Sunday. Make sure you fill your brackets. Make sure you uh, do your tournament challenge. Your tournament challenges. I think it's going to be a wide open uh, tournament. Take care. Be a good brother. Be a good sister. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.